Welcome back to Encouragement with Elizabeth. Um, today I am here with my sweet teen, Brecken. Um, she is my Miss Richardson's teen with the Miss America organization and the Miss Texas organization. So Brecken, if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, a little intro for us. So hi, my name is Brecken Steele. I am in eighth grade. I'm 14 years old. My platform is called Alphabet Soup and it's about dyslexia awareness. And I'm also a competitive baton twirler. Slay. Slay, yeah. I mean, I know she sounds like literally like 30, <laughs> but she's 14, literally still in middle school. It's crazy. Um, but her platform is dyslexia. Like she said, it's called Alphabet Soup. Um, so talk a little bit about what first got you interested into the topic of dyslexia. So I am dyslexic. And how I really just started my my topic is when was because of my little brother mm-hmm. he when he was diagnosed with dyslexia some of the things that my mom realized that he was struggling with were the exact same things I was struggling with she's like wait a minute yeah <laughs> this feels familiar. yeah <laughs> so she wanted to get me tested and mm-hmm. I am dyslexic mm-hmm. and ever since I really got tested I've seen a big change in everything like just my personality mm-hmm. and being able to be more just myself Mm -hmm. and I you before I got tested I don't know what the difference is to be honest but I was really quiet and shy and I never really wanted to talk to anyone Mm -hmm. but I do think through doing pageants it's Mm -hmm. really opened me up and I'm able to just be more confident about myself Mm -hmm. and about everything that I do yeah and after that I saw change really in my grades Mm -hmm. I had all A's after I got diagnosed I got the help you needed. Yes, I got the help Mm -hmm. I needed with my dyslexia classes, which is why it's so important to be able to get kids tested. Mm Mm-hmm. So true. And it's also cool because, um, actually the mayor of Richardson is also dyslexic. So it's also cool to see like people who are in positions of power and have been successful. One in five people are dyslexic. Exactly. Yeah. And you're like, they're successful. I can be successful. They might not even know it, but Mm -hmm. they could get tested and maybe like get the dyslexic help that they need. And they would be just like a huge change in yeah. everything. Yeah, you're like, your life could be transformed. Um, okay, so talk a little bit about your specific experience with dyslexia before your diagnosis, and then, like, the signs that prompted you to get tested, kind of like you talked about with your mom. Yes, so before I got tested, it was a struggle mm-hmm. for reading especially, but pretty much every other subject since I did pretty good at math, but when it came to, like, reading problems in math, mm-hmm. I could not do that. Yeah. I was, it was too many words. I didn't want to read it. It was too long. Okay. So it was just like crazy. Mm -hmm. Like all, like, especially with the word alphabet soup, Mm -hmm. all the letters are just mixed up and you just really don't understand what is going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, yeah, that I can't even imagine. I've, I'm glad I've never had to experience that, but I'm also glad that you've been able to get help. Yes. Um, And that's why it's so important to get tested. Yes. So true. Um, What has been the most difficult part about learning and going to school with dyslexia? So I've never experienced this, but a lot Mm -hmm. of kids get like have bullying problems when it comes to being dyslexic because actually my Lone Star Princess, she isn't dyslexic, but she has dyscalculia, which is like the math version of dyslexia with numbers. Mm -hmm. And she's experienced some of that at her school just because she has something that where her brain works a little bit different she's not a she people think that she's not smart yeah and people think she can't do this because she has that Mm -hmm. and that's the complete opposite reason 
Yeah. Like, one of the smartest men in the world, Albert Einstein, mm-hmm. was dyslexic. Exactly. Yeah, it has nothing to do it with intelligence. It has nothing to do with intelligence. Mm-hmm. It's just so important to get tested so that they can guide you and re- re- <laughs> re- rewire your brain so yeah. that you are able to understand more things. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, what was the most shocking thing you found out by researching dyslexia and doing all your dyslexia advocacy? So... Before I started, before I wanted dyslexia to be about my, your platform, my platform. they've changed that so many it's times, uh, before I wanted dyslexia to, like, before I even decided I wanted dyslexia to be that, I was diagnosed, and I didn't really know that much about dyslexia, mm-hmm. but once I decided I want wanted that to be my platform, mm-hmm. I learned so many new things about it, like, one in five people are dyslexic, dyslexic, so that's, like, really common. Right. And what I learned... 20%? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Yeah, <laughs> And so, and, like, there's other kinds of... I don't want to say dyslexia, dyslexia. It's just, like, different kinds. Like, there's a writing, a speaking, and a math that yeah. all work almost in the same way, but they're just different. They're other than reading. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, crazy how much, like, new stuff you can learn just by looking up the word dyslexia. Yeah. That's insane. Um, okay, so what are your future plans regarding dyslexia awareness? So, so far, I have already donated over 100 books, mm-hmm. or it might be over 200 now. <laughs> You're and, like, I gotta recalculate yeah, that. Yeah, I gotta recalculate that. <laughs> and I just want to be able to go to as many schools as I can and just talk about dyslexia or libraries and donate, like, dyslexic books that have dyslexic characters in them. I love that. And mm-hmm. I've actually already talked to... Not a library, but I've talked to a school that came to the Richardson Library, Mm -hmm. and they were all dyslexic kids, and I was able to be able to connect with them, Mm -hmm. and just at, like, a question and answer Q&A with them and me, and Mm -hmm. it was just so much fun being able to connect and talk to these kids. Yeah, I love that. Um, Okay, what is the easiest way for someone unfamiliar with dyslexia to help out in their community? So, dyslexia, if you aren't really familiar with it, I would request looking it up because all you have to do is really look up the word mm-hmm. and it, you can find so much information and resources yeah and if you look up the IDA it can also help with any kinds of learning differences that involve reading mm-hmm. the, so what's the IDA it is the International Dyslexia Association okay. I am partnered with the Dallas branch cool okay fine so awesome. I've been to like a lot of their meetings and mm-hmm. they just they really just talk about reading differences and not just dyslexia in general like everything I love that yeah everything all encompassing yes yeah and if you really want to be able to know more about it I would suggest just looking them up Mm -hmm. or just and once you find out what it really is Mm -hmm. just being able to really get in the inner circle of the dyslexic kid or person that you are wanting to help Mm -hmm. and ask them questions on what they don't see and what's what's I don't want to say wrong but what is struggling what yeah. they struggle with and yeah. find like fun ways like mm-hmm. what helped me is connect four we literally put like little words on the th- on the little circles and we would try to connect four and it would be a sentence cool and okay. it's actually funny because we still have that game at That's our house genius yeah yes and the IDA actually one of the partners that they have they have a fun little game like little like boxes like fun games that they have for children and not just really children like anyone in general that yeah. helps with reading and connecting sentences and everything it just it. for dyslexia that's so cool I didn't even know that that existed um okay last question if you could give one piece of advice to someone just diagnosed with dyslexia what would it be 
it would probably be to really stand up for yourself because when I first got diagnosed, I really, you know how shy I was. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to ask questions or mm -hmm. really do anything like that. And I was just like, I never asked for help. Yeah. And it's really important to ask for help because mm -hmm. if you don't ask for help, you won't get the help you really need and you won't be able to, like, you might not be able to get diagnosed with dyslexia if you don't, like, say what you're struggling with or acknowledge or tell your teacher or a trusted adult what you're struggling with. Yeah. And it's really important to be able to ask for help so you get the help that you need for that. Yeah. It's not something to be embarrassed about. It's yes. just, it's, it's something not, that one yeah. in five it's, people deal yes. with. Yeah. 20% mm -hmm. of people like have this and it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Brecken. Thank I mean, y'all can tell she's um, super smart <laughs> and crazy mature. I wish I was like her when I was <laughs> 14. Not fair. But um, thank you so much for coming and talking thank about you. dyslexia awareness and I will see you guys next time.